Welcome to another episode of Living Fire. Subscribe now so you never miss out on any of our latest uploads. Let's get into the video. The Great Depression was a severe worldwide economic depression between 1929 and 1939 that began after a major fall in stock prices in the United States. The economic contagion began around September 4, 1929 and became known worldwide on Black Tuesday, the stock market crash of October 29, 1929. The economic shock transmitted across the world, impacting countries to varying degrees, with most countries experiencing the Great Depression from 1929. The Great Depression was the longest, deepest, and most widespread depression of the 20th century, and is regularly used as an example of an intense global economic depression. Between 1929 and 1932, worldwide gross domestic product, or GDP, fell by an estimated 15%. By comparison, worldwide GDP fell by less than 1% from 2008 to 2009 during the Great Recession. Some economies started to recover by the mid-1930s. However, in many countries, the negative effects of the Great Depression lasted until the beginning of World War II. Devastating effects were seen in both rich and poor countries, with falling personal income, prices, tax revenues, profits, and prices. International trade fell by more than 50%. Unemployment in the U.S. rose to 23%, and in some countries, rose as high as 33%. Cities around the world were hit hard, especially those dependent on heavy industry. Construction was virtually halted in many countries. Farming communities and rural areas suffered as crop prices fell by about 60%. Faced with plummeting demand and few job alternatives, Areas dependent on primary sector industries suffered the most. Economic historians usually consider the catalyst of the Great Depression to be the sudden, devastating collapse of U.S. stock market prices, starting on October 24, 1929. However, some dispute this conclusion and see the stock market crash as a symptom, rather than a cause, of the Great Depression. An Overview After the Wall Street crash of 1929, where the Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped from 381 to 198 over the course of two months. Optimism persisted for some time. The stock market rose in early 1930, with the Dow returning to 294, pre-depression levels, in April 1930, before steadily declining for years to a low of 41 in 1932. At the beginning, governments and businesses spent more in the first half of 1930 than in the corresponding period of the previous year. On the other hand, consumers, many of whom suffered severe losses in the stock market the previous year, cut expenditures by 10%. In addition, beginning in the mid-1930s, a severe drought ravaged the agricultural heartland of the U.S. Interest rates dropped to low levels by mid-1930, but expected deflation and the continuing reluctance of people to borrow meant that consumer spending and investment remained low. By May 1930, automobile sales declined to below the levels of 1928. Prices in general began to decline, although wages held steady in 1930. Then, a deflationary spiral started in 1931. Farmers faced a worse outlook. Declining crop prices and a Great Plains drought crippled their economic outlook. At its peak, the Great Depression saw nearly 10% of all Great Plains farms change hands, despite federal assistance. The decline in the U.S. economy was the factor that pulled down most other countries at first. Then, internal weaknesses or strengths in each country made conditions worse or better. 
Frantic attempts by individual countries to shore up their economies through protectionist policies, such as the 1930 U.S. Smut-Hawley Tariff Act and retaliatory tariffs in other countries, exacerbated the collapse in global trade, contributing to the Depression. And by 1933, the economic decline pushed world trade to one-third of its level compared to four years earlier. Five Depression-era money-saving tips. Use money-saving tips from the Great Depression to help you live frugally when finances are tight. Plenty of lessons learned from the Depression apply today, regardless of whether the country is experiencing a recession or depression. While times have changed since 1930s frugality was in vogue, the idea of saving money has not. People still need shelter, food, and clothing, and want a little entertainment in their lives. Work hard to reduce debt and put some of these money-saving tips from the Great Depression into practice. Number one, shelter savings. Housing is often the biggest expense and the most important on any individual or family's list of bills. This includes the water, sewer, heat, and electricity bill too. To keep housing costs low, consider having multiple generations in one home. Not only will the extra persons contribute income to the bills, but he or she may also be able to help with household chores and childcare duties. Apply for public assistance to help pay some housing and utility costs if necessary. Downsizing is an option that many people underwent during the Great Depression. Consider moving into a smaller apartment if you are rarely home or do not use every room in the house. If you own your home and have the room to spare, renting an upper or lower floor or even a furnished room is an option. Be sure to consider all the legal and personal ramifications before undergoing this saving option. Number two, food savings. Next to housing costs, food is often one of the biggest expenses in your household budget. People who own their home find that planting a garden with hearty vegetables is a rewarding activity and delicious too. Trade your harvest with neighbors to get a variety of foods in your diet. If you don't have a green thumb or a place with a garden, follow a tightwad grocery list and make easy and expensive meals. Stock up on non-perishable items to cover you when the food budget runs out so you don't have to worry about spoiling foods. Number three, clothing savings. Hand-me-downs were common in families during the Great Depression. Repair any broken zippers, patch holes, and sew buttons onto clothing in order to continue wearing them. Making a dress out of a flower sack sounds crazy in these modern times, but consider making play clothing for children out of curtains or even tablecloths, or repurposing a worn adult shirt or dress into a top or shorts for a child. Number four, entertainment savings. Few people had the money or access to costly entertainment during the Great Depression, so they had to make their own. Although hay rides and barn dances are no longer common, the idea of community fun is something that still resonates with friends and family today. Entertainment is a category in the budget that is cut first when it comes to saving money. After all, most entertainment is a want and not a need for survival. So try one of the following ideas. Playing board games and putting together puzzles. Inviting friends over to watch a movie at home rather than the theater. Hosting a neighborhood block party. Planning a potluck supper with friends and family instead of going to a restaurant with coupons. Number five, cash trumps credit. People who grew up during the depression may use different money saving techniques, but there is one thing that they agree on almost universally. Always use cash, not credit, to purchase goods and services. Putting items on credit when no money is in the bank to cover that debt is something Depression-era citizens would not do. Lessons learned. During the Great Depression, bartering for goods and services was common, 
and people learned how to live below their means. Put these money-saving tips into practice and start living frugally today. And with that, we've reached the end of this video, all about the 1930s depression and what our grandparents can teach us about being thrifty. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, don't forget to give a thumbs up and to subscribe to our channel for more content just like this. Thanks for watching and we'll see you in the next one.